everybody, welcome to a very special episode of The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Uh, this week, we've got an actual real person to interview. Right. Not a fake person that we made up on a train. <laughs> <laughs> not a fake celebrity. We've been known to do that in the past. We, we, and we, not just random fans of people in line that we've true. never met before. But yes. this guy, this guy we've, is we've actually he, heard of him. We know his name. Mm-hmm. We've communicated with him through Two, the, through through the internet three years ago yes yes absolutely this is a uh, Colin from the uh, the LA band Outside Animals how you doing today Colin I'm doing pretty well how you guys we are doing excellent because we are just happy that you're here yeah man yeah, we're we're really uh grateful that you uh, reached out to us and uh, we understand that you know after kind of a period of uh, inactivity Outside Animals has some new music coming out man. Yeah, we definitely we definitely do. We got a, a new EP coming out, and it's uh, four songs we're really proud of. And um, yeah, should excited. We a, should we give a quick history of the band? Because we've known you now for several years. This is yeah, cool. yeah. Anyway, so uh, talk about talk a little bit about uh, Outside Animals and uh, how you guys got started, and uh, your first uh, EP that came out in 2013. Man, can you uh, let our fans know a little bit about that? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys because you guys definitely helped us in the beginning. Uh, you guys were one of the first uh, blogs, radio programs. Or, I don't know what you guys refer to yourselves as, but uh, you definitely... The official term is podcast. Podcast. Okay. Yeah. You guys, That's what the cool kids are calling it. Yeah. Worldwide media outlet. <laughs> World famous, Colin. World... No, not really. But, uh, <laughs> World famous. Yeah, but yeah you uh, actually... Got into contact with uh, me, or I think it was on Reddit, I believe, uh, and uh, you, you, I think you just came across my uh, podcast because I used to post it there a bunch. And then I think you were like, "Hey, you you seem like you like music. Would you like to review my band?" Yeah, I'm I like, of course that. I'd like to review your band, man. What kind of question is that? So, <laughs> so you sent over the uh, EP to us, and and uh, and uh, uh, can you remind people what the the name of the EP is called? Uh, yeah, that was uh, the uh, kind of our first diy effort at recording and it was called a uh, black room that's and black right. room yeah we recorded it ourselves and and got it mixed and it definitely helped and we definitely liked it at the time but you know as you grow as a band you you refine your sound and you you get better at what you do and for this one for this ep we didn't end up naming it because i couldn't think of a name for it but it's just a self-titled ep which i realized is kind of annoying and confusing well, yeah, now, now you can you can never name another release the self-titled anything because it's already been taken you're stuck man you're stuck now you're forced to come up with album names which is the worst part of being in a band it yeah it's it's definitely down there. it's one of the worst things <laughs> it's trying to think of names for things or yeah, well, thinking up of ideas for like photo shoots. That's that's oh god probably worse actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, hearkening back to what we were just talking about, your 2013 EP Black Room. Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you know if you were following us like in the weeks prior to us reviewing because we did a whole uh, track by track review, right? Of course. Yeah, we yeah. did it on the show as well. Uh, but uh, also at the end of the year uh, on our show, we like to do like our top albums of the year. And uh, I don't know if you're aware, but the actually uh, Black Room was my number nine album of the year. I had no idea. And, uh, 
Yeah, it, awesome. and, and I, I I legitimately love it. It's a it's a great EP. It's a it's a breath of fresh air. I love the energy in it. I love the songwriting. The instrumentation's great too. And uh, you know, and, uh, and I was really excited. And I, I kept you know asking uh, you know asking Adam like, when do you think the next uh, Outside Animals is going to release? And like, I, I don't know. They're kind of they're kind of uh, on break. the down low right now. So uh, well, so what so what 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 went on like in the in the weeks and months after uh, Black Room uh, released? Uh, you guys kind of uh, you know, fell off the radar for a bit. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of like the worst scenario that could happen after you release something is that we we played it for a couple of months and uh, we we had a lot of good shows. Uh, yeah, you, you guys were doing a whole concept thing with your with your costumes. I remember seeing the pictures. Yeah, yeah, we definitely we go all out live. You know, we yeah. we all dress up in, in particular colors. I like to go for like a like I really like the mod you know, kind of right. look from like the mods and rockers of the, right. Yeah. You know, the who kind of feel. And so, uh, we all kind of went with that style, but like I found, I, I made a purple suit and, <laughs> you know, cool. the guitarist had like a full yellow, you know, slacks and dress shirt and epaulets. And, you know, we just went all out to, to kind of make a striking visual to go with the music and we were we were doing well after we released Black Black Room. Um, we played some big shows. People were really starting to get into it. And then I think it was uh, you know winter of 2013, and the scene kind of chills out in LA during you know like December because mm. everyone goes on holiday and there's bunch of like christmas stuff that's happening so and it it gets so cold that we have to go inside you know yeah i don't know about that but (laughs) it becomes a brisk 63 degrees outside we need to bring out our winter coats (laughs) yeah snowshoes is is that something you notice in the la scene because i from what i've noticed like the music scene like uh you know nationally becomes really uh busy during the winter months actually there's a lot of big tours that come out in the winter months i was like, like once summer ends that's when all the bands want to go on tour. I, I, I see. So is that just an LA thing you, you've noticed? You know, I don't. I don't know what it is. I mean, I think that there's a bit of a difference between you know big established bands. You know, there's a lot of like holiday parties. Like K Rock does a big, uh, you winter like December party. Right. The almost uh, acoustic thing. Yeah, yeah, they're almost acoustic Christmas. I know up in Portland they do a like a December to remember where it's like. All four weekends in December, they have big shows with big bands, and it it's a big deal for bigger bands. But for local bands, when you're you're getting people you know out to shows, everyone has a job, and That's it's true. Like, you know there's work parties and you know Christmas parties and then friend parties, and it's it's kind of weird that you have to compete with like sense. Christmas as a band. <laughs> And thinking back to it, when Mike and mine's bands broke up in the past, it was always during the winter. So that oh makes God, perfect sense. <laughs> it's weird. I, uh, but so basically we were getting around Christmas and, you know, coming back from Christmas, you know, the drummer left the band in uh, 2013. And then we were, you know, taking stock and we're like, okay, so what are we going to do? And, and then the guitarist left, you know, shortly afterwards. And so it was just uh, Mark and I, uh, Mark the bassist, and 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 me. Was there, was there a reason? Was there a reason that they left? Was it just their time? 
Um, they definitely had reasons. I I don't like. I feel you like don't I have would to go like personal. Oh, okay. Anything, but yeah. You know. I w- won't go into it because. Sorry, that's that's my uh, my mental health side of things coming out. My bad. <laughs> well, no, it's it's always an interesting thing. I, I always I always get really interested in that, but you kind of have to like, you know, respect the True. privacy of what they did. But the way I I look at it is that you know people are either gonna you know go with it, they're gonna be in the band, or they're not gonna be in the band. And so it's just a matter of time. You know, some people are just going to do it. Some people just aren't. And so it's just a matter of time of when they decide to go. And it's definitely a commitment. You know, some people aren't as committed or maybe down the line they realize they're not, a, they're not as committed as they once were. So it's, it's, it's a weird gamble, you know, when you get it up that, 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 that many people sometimes to do, to do, uh, you know, a music or even an artistic uh, endeavor. It's, it's, it's a constant question sometimes of, where your loyalties rely and where, and you know, and whether you're willing to stick it out or not, I think. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's always easier to go home and, you know, hang out and watch TV than it is to go to band practice and, Ooh, and play music. So true. It's, <laughs> it's always easier. It's not better. I love going to band practice and I love working. I, I even love it when it's like, when you're working on something and it's, it's hard. You know, sometimes when you're trying to work out a part, and you're like, it's just not working. Like, we need to figure out this part and make it better so that people actually like the song. <laughs> and are not just like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah, Those, but, but there's a new true. episode of The Walking Dead I have to go watch. So <laughs> Exactly. You know, or any of the million reasons to be, you know, distracted and not do art. So I understand that. But, you know, some people some people really have to say something, you know, as far as their art is concerned. Right. Yeah. Did you guys have some like? Were you starting to think about touring at that time, and then the guys ended up leaving? You know, um, I don't remember exactly what we were planning on next, but we definitely were about to take a step from playing, you know, smaller venues in LA right. to playing bigger venues, and we were making good connections, and it it was a, a bummer. To say the least, it's a poor time to have to start over again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I, I can't imagine you like even if you wanted to play something small after that, like you didn't have any uh, people backed up or any 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 anybody in mind to re- as as a replacement or anything. Yeah, I mean, we were we were a band. It wasn't like you know my music and my supporting band. You know that wasn't the case mm-hmm. at all. So. It was difficult to, you know, take this like, you know, equally distributed talent and try to hand off half of the band to new people. It was also just hard finding people. You know, like there's tons and tons of musicians in LA, but not everyone wants to be in a band. A lot of guys yeah. want to, you know, hitch their wagon to something that's going somewhere, and True. it's difficult <laughs> to always, you know. It's difficult to try and sell yourself on why you're a valuable band to people. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, just that, like that's a bummer. Fair, yeah. Yeah, so, what was that? So, yeah, that, that's that, that's a it's a, a fair thing to say. But uh, yeah, so um, so did you go through like your um, or, or did you try to look for new members and then maybe stop at, stop for a while or um? So how, how did that how did that go out in your mind? Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely tried to to get it back going fast 
cast, and you know, we tried out a bunch of guys and 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 I think some girls too. I don't remember, but we definitely tried to get some new people into the band quickly, and it wasn't working out. You know, mm. uh, then there's other people that just wanted to get paid. You know, like fifty bucks a practice or something like that, and you're like, "Jeez, the week." <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I understand that if you're if you're a professional, you know, yeah. that's job, it's your job. But you know, it's it's tough. Like, I don't know anybody, I don't know any band that can afford that. You know, no way. fifty bucks for a practice or whatnot. But maybe Guns and Roses. <laughs> yeah, I think they get paid a little bit more than that. You know, there's there's a. Uh, a bigger wealth discrepancy in music maybe than in general economy. But, uh, you know, with the one percenters in the world. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so going forward, did you, so the, the drummer that you have now, is he a permanent member or is he someone that's, uh, just kind of helping you out with the EP? Well, we, uh, eventually just got, you know, to a crossroads with the band, uh, and, and had to decide what we were going to do. And we, what we decided on was let's record our music. You know, we were still writing music. We were still had good stuff in the pipeline. So Mm -hmm. we just, um, we just decided to record it and, you know, put some money behind it to get a, a, a decent, you know, recording, you know, group or studio and a producer, uh, who were, um, uh, a guy named Todd for uh, Todd Bergman recorded yeah, it for he, us. Yeah, and he, uh, I know that name from somewhere. What what other work has he done? You know, he's actually had some credits on um, like Weezer's uh, Red album, I believe. He was. Oh, is that right? Wow. He he helped with that. Um, he's he's worked for big studios in the past, but he's kind of doing his own thing now, and. He also works with um, so with this group called uh, Block of Joy. They're kind of like an artist group uh, mm-hmm. where they do videos for people. There's some musicians in the group. And they, they do recording. And uh, he's also helped out uh, Badass Bands, who's a blog and, and does recording for them. So... He's he's definitely around. He's worked on that's cool man. That's a that's a, a good find. And uh, just just based on um, the songs that you guys have shared publicly, that's Jenny Trouble and Mad Men. Um, the, the recording quality here is is, is pretty fantastic. And oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's just as good as anything else you'd find like at a record store. Oh awesome, yeah, we we love it. Did I not send you the whole uh, record? Uh, I have it pre-ordered on your Bandcamp, so <laughs> so I haven't heard okay. the rest of the, the rest of the record yet. But uh, but I, I but I will on Friday when it comes out. Oh uh, oh man, I I'll I'll send it to you before then. We we'd love to hear I it. Bet. We've only heard the two songs so far. Oh, yeah, I, if, really, I mean, yeah. If we hear it early, we'll that we'll we'll oh, if we hear it at all. Well, we were definitely gonna be re- uh, reviewing it on the show, but uh, yeah, but I, but I do have it pre-ordered, so so you'll awesome. be getting that money anyway. So. <laughs> Yay! You're welcome, Colin. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, you're um, very welcome. No, I'll definitely I'll send you guys out a, a copy. You guys have been friends for a while, so I'll definitely send you send you the that's, that's really nice of you, man. Thank you. It definitely yeah. sounds like a, a good progression from Black Room into this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm, very I'm, natural progression too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So what? So what kind of drove you to con- to continue on? Is I, I, I you know I, I imagine. Losing half the band is kind of, you know, you know that's, that's demoralizing. Demoralizing, you know. I can imagine <laughs> not wanting to continue. So, what made you want to continue? 
You know, that's, that's a good question. I mean, uh, what else are you going to do? You know, right. Like, you know, we're, we're start musicians. A podcast. <laughs> yeah. Start a podcast. Start a stupid podcast for four years running because you don't have a band of creative. Cre- and I'm just creating a random example, pulling it out of a hat. I'm just saying this randomly, not from experience or anything, but yeah. The, what, 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 what may I ask uh, when you're not the lead singer of uh, outside animals? What, what, what are you doing? If I may ask. Um, I mean, I have a day job. I do computer stuff, but the fun stuff I do, you know, like I, I play baseball. I'm on a baseball team and, uh, dope. Cool. And uh, now, now that the band is picking up, it's kind of all I do. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good, man. You got your focus of, back. Uh, yeah. Yeah so, so, yeah. so back to the question, like what, what made you just want to continue? Just the idea of that's all you know, and that's what you're passionate about. Yeah, I mean, that really is it. I, I've been playing music and writing songs forever, and it's kind of funny. I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that I don't know how to play anybody else's music because mm-hmm. I, I don't like. I always think to myself that I'm going to learn how to play a couple covers on you know acoustic or something like that, but really I don't know other people's music. I've I whenever I was learning guitar, I just I was like, oh, this is so much more fun to write my own music and tell my own stories than it is to like learn how to play uh, Panama or something. <laughs> yes, as, as somebody who is trying to, I've been picking up guitar like here and there. Like I've never really progressed to the point where I can say I can play guitar in front of people, but like I'm trying it again, and I'm mm. using uh, uh, Rocksmith. You know, you know the game Rocksmith. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, so I've been I've been using that. So like. I am the complete opposite. I am actually learning through playing other people's songs. <laughs> and the game is telling me like, okay, let's learn this part. And then, oh, you're, you seem to be getting better. So let's, let's, let's throw some more chords in there. So it's like, so, so yeah, so that, that's my guitar journey. I, I haven't is, rage quit yet, but uh, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> is that thing cool? Cause it looks really cool. I've, I've looked at uh, rocksmith before and I'm like, that looks really awesome. Today's episode of the Skinny is brought to you by Rocksmith by uh, Ubisoft. But uh, yeah, uh, it's the best. It's it's the best. Uh, Colin from Outside Animals endorses it. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but from what I've played, I've only I've only played I've only sat down with it like maybe eight times now. Like you know, like so I've played for like a good eight hours. But the way it teaches you is actually pretty natural. Like it 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 also adjusts like mid song to how well you're doing. So. Uh, so I mean I, I like the way I like the way it, it's doing. It. I, I've been trying to learn just by like because uh, when Adam and I started our band the first time, uh, our guitarist who was one of my best friends at the time in, in high school, like he would try to I, I would I would express to him like oh I'm interested in learning guitar can you teach me and he'd say here just know these chords and know how to palm mute and you're good. I'm like oh that's not useful at all man thank you. <laughs> and then he, and then he lo- and he loaned me his acoustic guitar and like I couldn't learn and. And then I tried again by like going to like these online guitar sessions and like I, I don't know I, I, the way they were teaching were just not very reliable for me. But I don't know this rock, this Rocksmith game seems to be working pretty well, so I hope that uh, I hope to continue out, continue on with it. Actually, that's rad. I'll check that out at some point. And maybe one day I will play outside animal songs as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how long of a break did you guys really take before kind of the new? installation of the band started on started up 
Um, I want to say we were, I mean, we were, Mark and I were always working on stuff here and there, but we were pretty inactive for a good year, I would say. Oh, that's a good and that was, That's we were, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time to not be creative, too, you know? I, I, I'd imagine, like, the itch it would just constantly be there and constantly be nagging you, you know? Yeah. And it's it's interesting to to think, you know, we did release Black Room in 2013, and we released the CP in, you know, 2016, mm-hmm. which is a normal time frame between albums. Obviously we released two EPs and not two yeah. albums, but it made me wonder like, man, that's a long time between albums. Like that's like the normal progression for big bands. It's like three, every three years you, you put out a new album, but yeah, but it's also hard when, you know, half the band is not there anymore. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You guys are trying to establish your fan base again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's kind of a rough part too is you know trying to reestablish you know like hey do you remember guys us seeing us you know three years ago <laughs> like no, <laughs> sure we're back stop stop hounding me on facebook like, <laughs> all right cool. talk to you later <laughs> well uh so speaking of the uh the the ep comes out on june 10th which is this friday and uh, yes. uh so did, did the songwriting change at all uh you know going into the new ep um the, the the way you write songs or you know the songwriting process did that change at all for you? I think it it did a little bit. It it got a little bit less democratic in a way because you know when you when you're in a there's kind of like a distinction between being a band and kind of what we're doing now in that before it was you know four of us and I would be the guy that brought the songs to the table. And we'd all hash out parts together, you know, during long practices and, you know, figure things out as a group. Whereas now, you know, it's Mark and I, Mark kind of deferred to me. It was like, you know, the best songs that we've written were your songs. And he's like, I just want you to keep, hmm. keep doing that. I was like, okay. It's like I give up uh, all control over to Colin. <laughs> I, yeah, that that, you know, that could be a double-edged sword, you know, to, depending on the band and everything. Because there, like you were saying, with that democratic process, in a way, that's that that's beneficial because you have more than one mind working on the on the on the same song. But at the same time, then you want then you you also risk like, oh no, I don't like this part. Let's change it. Oh, I want to do this thing to this song, but everybody else doesn't agree. But then on the flip side of that, when you have like the songwriter process. You have you have one direction to go to, and you know, in in, but also in a way, if the song doesn't work, it's all on you. You know, so it's a it's it's a, it's a double edged sword depending on the way you like the way you like to write music. Yeah, and that's that's definitely um, you know perfectly stated. Really, I um, for one, it, it it can it can get a little bit tough when there's something you're like, wow, this isn't very good. And you, you don't have a very good idea of where to go with it from that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's a little bit, it's all on your shoulders, but you know, I say, I say that, but when we did that, when we did this EP, um, you know, we had a bunch of songs and we brought them into the producer, uh, Andrew Furzy, who we met through Todd and, mm-hmm. We worked on them as uh, you know, with him 
you know, he's like, okay, we need to, like, look, we can make this part better. We can make this part better. And we can do something with this. And let's change around the structure of these songs a little bit. Like, um, uh, you guys wouldn't know this because I didn't send it to you yet, but Red is on the new EP. Yes, as I was well. actually going to ask that. that. That's a recycled song from uh, Black Room? Yeah, you could say that. Um, it's, hmm. it's, it's different. It's totally different in the sense oh. that it's, it sounds totally different now. It's the gritty reboot. Yeah, yes. right? <laughs> the Black Room version is the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, and the <laughs> self titled version is the. It's the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. All right. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Granted, I haven't heard the new gritty version, though. <laughs> and I don't know that I've seen the Andrew Garfield version of Spider-Man, so... Oh, you're not missing much. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, good. And we're going to say that about the old version of Red when we hear That's the right. new version. It's like, oh, my God, this is the Andrew Garfield version of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Black Room is garbage. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, but but I, I want to go back to Black Room really quick. But because uh, there's a, there's some uh, very interesting songs on there. I mean, can you talk? Uh, one of our favorite songs when we were reviewing it was uh, Adrian, and uh, we just and uh, we were always curious. Like, is there is there a story behind uh, a- Adrian and her camera? Uh, Adrian's a dude, actually. It's, ah, ooh, and his camera. His camera. yeah. It's mm. yeah. There is a good story. The, you know that's. That's one of those songs that I actually didn't. It, I, I I tend to write uh, songs that are more obscure, you know, of what I'm actually saying compared to what the words say. You know, I like to keep things, baby. Yeah, and, or at least keep a little bit of distance between the the true meaning and you know what the apparent meaning is because uh, the the best. Best kind of music is where it can relate differently to different people. Yeah, at least absolutely. To me. Like, uh, you know, when when people can, um, you know, take a song and and apply it to their own lives and in different ways. That's always the best, you know, acknowledgement of a song uh, as a songwriter. Is yeah, when it was someone like to say says, that's a mark of a good songwriter is, is is somebody who can write a song and then it's interpreted a million different ways by everybody else who. Who uh, who listens to it? Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's all I'm trying to do is you know like I I like people that do that in their music and I'm just trying to do that with my you know like create the same kind of results with the music that I write because um, that's why I like music like I I'm just trying to recreate the the feelings and the emotions that I get from my favorite artists. Awesome. So who, but, so who is Adrian, and, and, and why is he like his camera? <laughs> well, Adrian is a, a buddy of mine, and he's like a, a, a filmmaker, director guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first we, we met at, like, at a party, and we were just like hanging out and, and talking about life and stuff, and he, he was telling me about uh, this, this girlfriend that he had met and how they had, you know, met in... And then eventually met their demise. Oh, and cuts. <laughs> oh yeah, deep cuts. But I I was just like really enthralled by the the story he was telling because it's such a it, it, his particular story and his telling of it was very um, relatable. I felt you know lots mm-hmm. of people 
go through that. Or lots of people have like very specific instances of when they're like sitting on a, you know, in someone's backyard at a party and just like talking to that one girl and, and just having that experience of, you know, meeting somebody that you knew was different or meant something, you know, special to somebody. And no idea what you're talking about, Colin. <laughs> I have an idea of what you're talking about, but I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm going through some things. <laughs> Excellent. No. Hitting us in the feels, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I was talking. Do you guys know the uh, the Thermals, the band The Thermals? You ever heard of them? I've heard of them. I don't. I don't think I'm familiar with their music, though. They're uh, a, a a rock band from uh, Portland, Oregon, and I'm a big fan of theirs. And I was just kind of. It was actually on uh, Reddit. They were doing an AMA, and I was talking to them. Um, and I asked them if it was easier to write music when they were in a relationship or when they were not in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I'm so happy right now. I have nothing to write about. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, there's that. that's true. There's so much good music that comes from anguish and angst and terrible life things because yeah, that's like yeah. you really need to say something and and music's great because you don't you know you don't actually have to talk to somebody about something on a really personal like uh in, intense you know one-to-one conversation you can you know obscure it with lyrics and say something really powerful it's a but, form of self-medication there you go yeah absolutely <laughs> Or therapy. Oh, man, I, I think that's what yeah. people really say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I really hope that I learn guitar really fast because I've got things to say. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, well, you can, yeah. you can start with just writing the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it right now, Colin. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, uh, so uh, going forward, uh, outside animals, you seem like you've got you know you, you've got your mojo back. You've got you know this new EPs out now. I mean, do you have any uh, plans going forward? I mean, I, I see that you know just from what I've seen online that you know it's it's been getting uh, you know pe- people have been saying some nice things about it. You know, you've been you've been posting like some reviews that been that have been uh, shared and. Uh, you know, you you guys have been you know interviewed already, and you know, do you get, do you guys have any other plans going forward? Yeah, I mean, a lot of plans actually. Um, we're uh, obviously releasing it on Friday. Uh, we're going to have a music video. We're working on a music video right now. I don't know when it'll come out, but it'll come out hopefully before the end of the month. What song is that going to be for? Uh, it's going to be for Jenny Trouble. Nice. Cool. Oh, yes. And uh, really quick, where can people find and uh, pre-order uh, uh, the, the EP? Oh, well, because your Black Room is still uh, on a name your price uh, on Bandcamp. So if you guys definitely want to pick it up, you know, you go, go, go throw them some scratch or listen to it for free. It's okay. Colin's not listening. Go ahead and take <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, if, 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 if hey, people wanted to go uh, pre-order your EP or go pick it up on Friday, where can they do that? Uh, it's definitely going to be available everywhere like iTunes and <laughs> yeah it's going to be on, on iTunes Spotify uh, Bandcamp I mean it's kind of funny with, with where we're at these days with music is that you know you can pretty much get music for free wherever mm-hmm. and so if, if, if people want to buy it they can buy it and that definitely helps because we spend a ton of money on it <laughs> right. uh, you know because 
every I mean I, I listen to Spotify a lot because I like the the interface and I like the music, but when I really like good a band service. Yeah, it's a good service. But I, you know, I I'm one of those people that I know what it's like to be in a band. I know you know, even like mid size bands are still scratching to make a living. So yeah, that's a whole argument too with like how record companies treat their artists and things like that and who gets what out of the revenue. It's a whole mess of an issue that I don't think that we're close to figuring out, at least for like, you know, as far as like a record label structure is, is concerned. But, you know, there are definitely ways to support a band out there. I mean, that's, that's why I like Bandcamp. You know, uh, you know, you can name your price, you can set it for whatever you want, and people can still listen to it for free. You know, by streaming it there, you know, there, so there's definitely a lot of ways to support bands out there. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I like to think that, uh, a lot of people still support band, still, still support music out there and still support artists. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that they do. And I think that people just need to know that it's okay. You know, like, all bands know that you're getting their music for free in one way or another <laughs> for the most part but i mean that's fine if if you like it you know throw you know buy a shirt or come to a show or or, or just you know even telling people about the band is super helpful absolutely absolutely you know, that's that's kind of where we're at with this ep it's really it's it's not super expensive to get the plastic you know printed up with a you know with, with a case, you know, it's like the CD doesn't cost that much to make, you know, it's a recording and all that. That's really expensive. Um, the emotional so turmoil. If, <laughs> if any priceless, Adam, that's priceless. So yeah. after you guys do the video, what, what's kind of the next step? Well, we're starting to play some shows. Um, we are actually playing at the slide bar, uh, on Thursday. We just found out about that. And this coming have, Thursday, right before the, uh, EP. Yeah. Party? On the ninth. I don't, or is this uh, is this podcast coming out before the ninth or? This is coming out on Monday. Oh wow! You guys have a quick turnaround. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the great thing about podcasts. I can literally like fart one out like as soon as I want. I, I just do some quick uh, audio editing and like there it is. There nice. it is, you sheep. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I love you, audience. Don't leave us ever. <laughs> so, so, uh, so you, you guys just playing some one-off shows? Do you have any, uh, uh, any like maybe regional tours uh, planned at all? Or are you looking yeah. into that? Not at the not at the moment. You know, you can uh, as a band, you can definitely play LA a lot, and that's oh, yeah. our first step. You know, we we are trying to get on to uh, Echo Park Rising at the end of summer, which uh, is a pretty awesome festival that we played uh, when we released Black Room. And, you know, just hopefully opening for some bigger acts. We got some, we've got a lot of uh, show things in the work, in the works. I think we have a show coming up on the 22nd or the 23rd of June that is uh, still getting figured out right now. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, as far as long-term, it's, you know, it, it's an interesting music industry. If you're going on the road, you, you need to be able to make money, you know, because everyone, you know, has, it, it's really tough to go on the road and have a huge, you know, debt that I don't yeah. know that is going to help the band, you know, the, the money expense on, on touring has to be, covered and it has to be more valuable 
uh, to tour than it is to, you know, make more music videos or to get onto bigger shows in LA. Um, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Not that touring is bad. I would love to go on tour, but it, it has to make sense. You know, you have to have people coming to your shows. You have to have some sort of presence in those places that you're going to be playing. And, you know, when that, when that time is right, we'll definitely do that because I've always loved touring in the past and would love to tour uh, more in the future. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting music business right now. You, you, from what I gather, you have to, you know, you have to get those licenses, you know, get on some TV shows or get into some commercials or, you know, hook on with bigger bands. Um, I think too bad, that, uh, too bad Mad, Mad Man is over, or else you guys would have had the perfect <laughs> song for it. <laughs> you know, you know the intro to your show? Got a better one. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that would be an interesting uh, feel for the show. <laughs> They'll do a Mad Men 20, 2016 or something like there that. There you go. The <laughs> reunion <laughs> episode. Yeah. So, uh, someone, someone on Twitter was like, did you know that there's a show named Madman? I was like, gosh. What? No, no really? way. Did you know that Jenny is the name of a girl? Oh, what? Man. Really? You're Eight, blowing six, my mind, seven, Twitter. Five, <laughs> <laughs> That's a song. <laughs> well, uh, before we uh, close you out with our little lightning round question, if you'll so indulge us, uh, is there any, is there any, uh, is there any uh, thing that you'd like to tell uh, the audience about uh, the album or the band uh, before we uh, let you go on your merry way? Um, I would just say, you know, if you like it, let me know or let us know, you know, tell your friends, tell, you know, post something on Facebook or just, you know, hand the music to somebody else. You know, it's always, it's so valuable and it's so cool when people share music. I love it when, mm. you know, friends of mine be like, Oh, check out this band. Uh, I love sharing band stuff with other people. And it's just, it's so helpful to artists and it's really you know the best way to uh, to spread the spread the music out to other people. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So uh, before we oh, and people can find you on Facebook at uh, Outside Animals. Yeah, pretty much Outside Animals is I, uh, I we've got every instance of it. So if you search Outside Animals on Twitter or Facebook or Bandcamp or uh, Spotify or SoundCloud, it's it's pretty much always going to go to us. No one else yeah. is using Outside Animals. That's good. Good. It's, it's a yeah. good name <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> it's not like like um, I was trying to find a band recently. I think they were called Facial, and it was just the worst <laughs> thing to try to find on the internet. God. They're a cool man, it, it, band. I yeah, saw it, them that, live. That, this, I was trying to find their music, and it was not successful. Dirty videos of that band. So, man, I found this music video for Facial, but it's like, man, it's really avant-garde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't no, think they can play this on MTV. <laughs> I No, I think you, you just found porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so, Colin, if you can so indulge us, uh, last time we interviewed a, a musician, a real one, a real person, on the show, uh, we end we ended the interview with some lightning round questions. So we're gonna. Uh, would you be okay with uh, uh, answering these? Absolutely. Fire okay, away. We literally we literally wrote these like about fifteen twenty minutes before you called. So <laughs> we apologize for the quality of these stupid questions. So it's just so we see we just we just recommend that you just kind of say the first thing off the top of your head. Okay. So we got fifteen questions here. Starting, okay. Starting. Starting. 
Now, what's your favorite Dr. Seuss book? Uh, <laughs> You're disrespecting the, the concept of the lightning round question, Colin. <laughs> is it is Go Dog Go uh, a Dr. Seuss book? We'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. Favorite favorite franchise burger? In and out. No, no. Um, uh, Burgerville. 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 What is that? It's up in, where, it's up in Oregon. Is, is that an LA thing? No, it's not. Unfortunately. Oh, no, I've never heard of Burgerville. Uh, so I got. We, that we would have wrong. accepted In and Out. In and Out is my favorite burger in LA. Oh, first. there we go. Uh, favorite Spice Girls song. Uh, I used to cover "Wannabe." Actually. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is the Long correct answer. Ago. Please release that as a B side <laughs> to the EP. <laughs> Special edition, outside animals. There we go. Uh, boxers, briefs, or none? Um, uh, boxer briefs. Ooh, that's a damn you and your ch- changing my question around. <laughs> what is your least least favorite color? Least there favorite so color. Ma- yeah, there are so many to choose from. <laughs> I I'm not a huge fan of uh of red. Oh, that's my wow. favorite color. Fuck red. <laughs> <laughs> uh what is your least favorite cell phone provider? <laughs> I don't know why we asked that. <laughs> AT&T because I was on AT&T for a while. That's the correct that's, that's why we brought up that question. The people <laughs> need to know. Favorite favorite Disney princess. You better answer this correctly, Colin. I swear to God, I'm going to hang up this phone. Very serious so, question for Mike. I've seen like two Disney movies and one of those Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> he has no kids yet. Oh, one of them is Beauty and the Beast. So it's, that would be Belle? Is that a princess? Yeah, she, well, she marries into royalty so she becomes a princess. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I only ask because I have a bell tattoo on my right arm. What? <laughs> and you obviously have no children if you haven't seen more than exactly. like 16 <laughs> Disney movies. That's true. Unlike Mike and I. Yeah. Okay, so you, so you go to Panda Express, and they ask you what your side is. Do you choose fried rice, chow mein, and you cannot choose both? Oh, uh, <laughs> chow mein. Okay, cool. All right. Least favorite. Either, I'm probably puking afterwards. That's uh. fine. That's it's Panda Express. That's what you do. Least favorite L.A. music venue. Least favorite because mm. Mike and I have played a couple of L.A. music venues. Yeah, some we can't even remember the names of. <laughs> but we were kind of curious because you played a lot more than we have. Yes. Which ones should people avoid? Uh, okay. So I I can't do that because oh, you know they let us play there. So that was cool. Oh, okay, that's true. And... The correct answer was the Cobalt Cafe. <laughs> Oh really? They're not around oh. anymore, are they? What's that? Are they around still? They were in 2008 know. when we played there, <laughs> yeah. but we don't know about it since. That 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 bathroom is the most heroin-looking bathroom I've ever. Seen. Okay, well, if if you're just referring to you know bathrooms, you know. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's a many a, a, a disgusting. Well, Let's flip it around then. Best LA venue. To play. Oh, there we go. Best bathroom venue in LA. Um. Best venue that we've played was probably the Satellite. Ooh, hmm, where's that at? It used to be uh, the Spaceland. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we never played cool. there. Cool. Uh, you go to Wendy's. Do you get a chocolate or vanilla frosty? Chocolate all the way. Of course, That's not even a answer. Question. <laughs> Mercedes or Honda? I didn't ask that question. I don't know why. I I guess Honda. I mean, that's yeah, more great. likely to be driven by a guy in a band. There we go. Very true. Okay, you need to think about this one. I'll give you some extra time to think about this one. 
How many three-year-olds do you think you could take in a fight before like you can feel like they, no, I you feel like they can like overwhelm you? I think about this all the time, actually. <laughs> right, right. I as we all do. That, that I could take fifty-three-year-olds. Fifty-three-year-olds. Wow. It, and also depends on location. Like, if do you get them in an alley, or are they like all swarming you on a football field from no, all? It, we'll no, do no it's, it's an indoor playground. <laughs> Was the most likely this is going to happen with the most ghettoist parents watching? <laughs> Still think I could take fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Okay, nice. you're you're a tough man, Colin. I I mean I I, I could probably take maybe seventeen, eighteen before I'm like, oh, this is too much. The three year olds are going to sit on me and poop. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean at some point you might just get tired. So exactly, yeah. Right. Uh, so if you could listen to either Creed or Nickelback for the rest of your life, <laughs> which one would you choose? And, apologi- no. and apologies if you like either of those bands. I don't. And I guess Creed, I have less familiarity with Creed, so hopefully that Give is... Give a chance. Yeah, learning new music. <laughs> there's only three Creed albums where there's like 17 Nickelback albums. Yeah. So either. I don't know how they keep recording albums that they do it. It's weird. Well, we'll have to ask okay, you more about if, your if the if you there. only if you could only listen to the three Creed albums, or if you could only listen to seventeen Nickelback albums, oh god, just mm. the seventeen Nickelback albums. At least there's more variety. Right, right. Yeah, but that's also like saying like if you could step on like a small pile of shit, or if you could get buried under <laughs> a giant mountain of shit. That's it's a hard I, question to ask, man. It's, no, it's a, definitely an easy. You step on you step in the shit. You don't get suffocated <laughs> by a pile of shit. That's a really easy question to answer. Different questions. Like, I guess so. Uh, favorite LA eatery. Uh, I don't. I hate eating out. Is that weird? Whoa! I, so mm. so just your so your Colin's house. house house or apartment? Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's a good answer. And good. finally, what is the most cliche LA thing you've ever encountered? Okay, you have to give me a little more time because I have to say this carefully. Okay, go I for it. That was your last question, so answer as loud as you want. <laughs> the most cliche thing. Okay, the most cliche thing right now is is I would say like the posing for Instagram photos. Okay. I've recently gone through and and you know unfollowed and removed from my feed a bunch of instagram people because i was so tired of seeing people doing like the running jump in front of a white background what the the, running jump it's this thing you know lots of people are taking jumping photos i think they're so dumb Hmm. and interesting just you know that the whole like taking photos of your food. Luckily, most people oh, stop doing that. Uh, Not my wife. Oh no! <laughs> Usually, it's it's always my food. <laughs> Wait, I food take pictures of that for my made? own purposes. Oh man, it's sad. What, what, what was that? Is it food that you personally made? Oh no, it's just food that I've ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh I, man, that is so LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fortunately. There's yeah. yeah. There's cliche music things too. Like, like I'm I'm kind of done with like the super synthy echoey sound. Ooh. Oh, final 
countdown. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> not classic 80s metal. That is yeah. the most synth thing ever. <laughs> no, like the more like dream pop kind of Oh, rock the dream stuff. pop scene. Okay, yeah. So like the, the Katy Perry stuff or Well, it's like it's more like the indie experimental kind of Imagine Dragons. Uh, what would you say, Colin? Does that count? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't like. I don't want to call anybody out, but you know, just the really what we do echo-y. on the show. We call everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> like those hack frauds and in, in outside animals. Hack yeah. frauds, man. Hey, at least you know we're we're trying to be hack frauds. You know, doing our best. Selling out by 2017. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that be the best? <laughs> We'd well, be, Colin, we'd be would, very happy for you if that was the case. <laughs> yes, they finally got signed to Island Records. Yes, they can get they can go on tour with Brian Fallon now. Yes, <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> well, uh, Colin, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to you today, man. Uh, like you know, like like we mentioned early in the show, like you contacted us like three years ago. We reviewed your album. We fell in love with the band, and now we finally get to talk to you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. It's been a joy. And we wish you nothing but the best of luck with Outside Animals, and we, you know we hope uh, and we 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 see that the uh, EP itself is already getting some good marks in, in in the review circuit. So we hope that continues on for you, man, and we hope that opportunities work work uh, you know uh, work out in your favor, and you know when doors open for you guys, and you know wish you nothing but, because you guys are genuinely a talented, good band, you know, and uh, yes. and, uh, and I, I absolutely yeah. fell in love with the Black Room EP, and can't wait to hear the self titled. Uh, I can't wait to hear what Red sounds like now, and yeah, um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it'd be great to hear the you know the rework version of that. But uh, but again, man, thank you so much for you know, you know stopping by and uh, uh, talking with us and uh, wishing some, wishing nothing but the best, man. Thank you guys. Anytime, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. So you can, again, you guys can go check out uh, Outside Animals over on Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram over at facebook.com slash outside animals and others. Uh, you can also pre order uh, the Outside Animals self titled EP. I mean, you can go to where I, did, where I went to on uh, Bandcamp, so outsideanimals.bandcamp.com. You can also find it on uh, iTunes and Spotify and FYE Records <laughs> and... All of the above. And, and SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundClouds and that, that thrift store down the street that sells you CDs, probably. Hopefully. Yes. I mean, that's I the think one. you've made it at that point. I, absolutely, yeah. So that's how you know that outside house they finally sold out. They did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Colin, again, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and uh, tune in uh, probably in a couple weeks for the audience. So we'll, we'll probably give a review of uh, the EP. Yes, definitely. Cool, man. So uh, so we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you later, Colin. Talk to you soon, man. All right, talk to you soon. So that was our interview with Colin Orthman from the band Outside Animals. Uh, yeah, great dude, great band, uh, great music, and I hope you guys get a chance to check it out. Uh, tune in to The Skinny uh, in a couple days over this this uh, Wednesday, uh, and we are going to release another episode for you guys this week. This time we're going to be reviewing To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere by Thrice, one of our most anticipated albums of this year. So uh, find out what we thought about it and find out if it lives up to their long history of great tunes. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys now with uh, one of my favorite tracks off of Black Room. This is the song Adrian by Outside Animals. See you guys in a couple days.
Story she plays the part. 